um, recap where we left off. Yeah. Evening. Um, just to recap where we left off. So we yeah. were speaking about oh the fine lines between um entertainment and dependability. That yeah. were the two lines that we kind of were at. But yeah, yesterday. Why is he laughing? Yesterday. I don't know. Um, yesterday or today? I said good evening as well. Yesterday or today? When did I put up that poll on Instagram? Today. It was. It was. It was, it was yesterday because I I I reposted it. Ah yeah. Hi, Jude. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Um. Surprisingly, let me read like some of the answers people are still replying to it i was surprised what well, was i surprised some what well, about, about the amount of numbers of women that want to hijack the amount of numbers of women um, that actually that want to do it maybe not so much the amount of women that wanted to do it but the amount of women that were actually vocalizing that they wanted to do it um I didn't expect like many people to reply. Even a few people that I know, like that I'm close to, replied. And like I, I don't think we've ever had that conversation. But I'm quite different anyway, so I don't think that people would have been so shocked that I like would have considered it. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, I was just surprised that people were so... But it's nice, thing. It? it? goes to show that people feel comfortable enough to share. And it just shows, it goes to show that how much it actually impacts a lot more women than you even think about. Even the ones yeah. that are confident and they're self, um, self-assured. Um, mm. It's still something that you have to deal with because body issues, I think everybody has it, you know? A hundred percent. And I think and one of the things that doesn't even get talked about is uh, body issues in regards, regards to men black men at that yeah but that's a whole different story and i even contribute to that <laughs> um i like your nail color thank you i even contribute to that but that's a different conversation but yeah the thing that was interesting is that all of these women um were like completely different body types like different body shapes but yeah some of them wanted the same procedures Anybody gets that Everybody yeah, so the yeah, the BBL, which I feel like has hit everyone, whether you're slim, whether you're fat, like it's hit, it's hit everyone. Yeah, but just in different ways. I have a little Billy, but he's not shaming. You're not shame. No, it's not even so much to be. It's not shame. To be ashamed of, yeah. And I think that's why when it comes to like these topics. Um, we try to be so sensitive because we don't want to, like, you know, project onto people. Because I know when I feel, you know, when I feel like overweight is not even a word. When I feel like I've got more weight on, I personally don't feel good about myself. Yeah, go on. 
um, yeah, when I have extra weight on myself, I personally don't feel good about myself in it. But it's not safe to assume that everyone that has extra weight doesn't feel good about themselves. Nor yeah. do I say that or share my feelings of myself to make other people feel bad about themselves. Does that yeah. make sense? But yeah. I feel like within that community of like body empowerment and self-love, it can as well be very toxic because sometimes yes we need to be comfortable with ourselves but it doesn't mean that we should be comfortable with illness and disease and i think are you talking about a particular somebody bliss a particular celebrity Who? who's a particular celebrity <laughs> who, who, who's, who's on the larger side and he's, he's getting criticized but she's ready to have her ass out every two minutes What's her name? Lizzo. What's her name? Lizzo. Oh yeah, Lizzo. So you say if I put on too much weight, you're not gonna you're not gonna say no. A hundred percent. I don't yeah, no, a hundred percent. And yeah, again, like there's a fine line between promoting and wanting people to be comfortable in their bodies, but at the same time, there's a reason why your body is in that state. You know, well, and I well, they would say they are healthy. Those people would say they are healthy. They've been to their doctor. We've, we've not heard what their doctor said to them. But I think there's this like, um, there's this um, mindset that somehow we all have to meet up to standards that are already like, you know how they say like, it's supposed to be that your BMI should be this. Let's be honest, as uh, black and brown people, we do not fit within those scales. The, yeah. when, when those things were created, they weren't created. For us so to yeah. even try to measure ourselves within those scales is delusional it doesn't make sense yeah and that's not something that i focus on when it comes to my health that's not how i indicate whether i'm healthy there's so many other ways the fact that you can walk from one end because i'm trying to have a serious conversation look look it's coming please. he's talking about renee the girl that i put up but yeah, yeah, if not, if you're not able to walk from one end of the street to the other end of the street, that should be an indicator that there's something, there's some okay. health issues going on. Okay. If you can't walk up the stairs, if you can, yeah, exactly, there you are. If you can't go up the stairs without going out of breath, there is a problem. Yeah. If you're not having regular bowel movements, there's a problem. If you're not able to, that's our thing. <laughs> yeah, regular bowel movements. If you're not able to actually um, to control what you eat Thanks, and have discipline with what you eat, I can't even read the comments. The comments are um, Then there's a health issue. Like there's so many other things that indicate health. It's not just the BMI. It's not just the scales. Exactly. It's not just exactly. measurements. But yeah, I mean I'm not I'm not arguing that at that state that people can't be on the path to redeeming their health and yeah. you know in the in the space of being healthy. Um but in its totality and holistically, how can I say that? How? Just like if someone was extremely underweight. It's also it's also a problem. Yeah, it's malnutrition either way. It's yeah. malnutrition both ways. Um, but yeah, I want more women in the chat. Because I want to know 
But yeah, where we left off anyways, basically, we were speaking about... So yeah, today we wanted to speak about plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery within our community, the black community, and just how that the other side of surgery is not broadly spoken about. And specifically the BBL, Brazilian butt lift, where you take fat from two parts of your body and then put it into your bum. Um, so earlier we spoke about the origin and how it actually came about and it came from like a reconstructed place. So one woman, she basically had one bum cheek, doctors gave her the next one. And then after that, it became commercialized. Um, so this was around like the 1960s. Um, because if you look back in time, like these body shapes weren't even um, adored or promoted or seen as admirable or desirable. So that got introduced. So it's it, very, it, it very was part, it, it was part of a subculture. Yeah. And it's still very, very new, which makes it super, super like, it's Thank a risky, you. risky business. And it has a super high mortality rate. It's one in 3,000 women. Um, it's definitely not a procedure that I personally recommend, especially to black women, because we already know that when it comes to like medical health, Western medicine, we're already at a disadvantage because we don't receive equal treatment when it comes to being in these positions, being in hospitals, doctors, etc. etc. We're not treated equally. So having like a life transforming procedure, which is one of the, the most dangerous um, cosmetic procedure you can get, to have that and then to go into these institutions and expect like adequate 10 out of 10 aftercare it's just, it's just not gonna happen yeah it's not yeah. gonna happen and it's too risky um would i get it i wanted to get it would i get it no um but yeah so i think that i wanted to get it oh yeah he's asking the both of us right i i, I wanted to get it but i, I wouldn't i would never know yeah so at one time um i did want to get it um when maybe like yeah around six years ago I was looking into it a lot more. Um, even though I'm quite slim, like I do have, you know, what would be con like, it just depends on the perception of the person. But I would say, you know, I can be considered voluptuous to an extent. So I have breasts and I have a bum and I have thighs, but my thing was like, I wanted my abs to be more visible. Um, and I wanted to still have my bum, like still have a big bum. So I did consider it, I looked into it for a long time. Um, but for me, I know it's something that I could have achieved through working out. It wasn't like a necessity for me to get that. I didn't feel like this is my only option. I felt like after years of trying, going gym, banging out gym, it's just the consistency, you have to be consistent. Um, so I just, you just get to a point where you don't want to be consistent anymore. And a lot of people will account it for, it is laziness. It's instant gratification. It's a quick fix. And that's what I, at that time, was considering. So yeah, I didn't go through with it, obviously. Um, because I just got to a space where I just prioritized different things. Like I didn't want to hold such high regard when it comes to like my looks. I think personally what's very worrying for me is that 
we've both spoken about in regards to plastic surgery and how you always feel a certain way at a certain time but in the long run your mindset always changes and mm-hmm. what what happens when you're making permanent changes to your body on temporary emotions yes because you're not gonna have this i'm not gonna have this body like when i'm 40 it's gonna change even when i'm 30 but i still have quite a childish body like i'm, I'm still waiting for my woman body i'm still waiting for my body to hit a stage where it's like okay now i'm a grown woman i still look quite <laughs> i still look quite childish um and i know that i don't have my woman body and i haven't had a baby yet either so my body still hasn't even like got into its peak of womanhood yet um so i'm still waiting for that and i would never want to like rush that process or interfere with that process now so i'm gracefully waiting for my body to just settle and just develop fully um but yeah your mind changes and if it's something that is mental like it's not something that you need to survive it's just something that you like want to alter because of society because you don't just wake up you're not just born wanting a bbl or that body type that you desire so i think that more and more people should be made aware about how dangerous it is because i just feel like sometimes people are just taking like as if it's a it's a, it's a regular life construction it's not a regular life construction where you can be awake for any of that it's not yeah. a thing and the side effects are death a big a big side effect like exactly. a huge side effect and not only death obviously that's the worst case but it's a very realistic worst case but also infection but also um complications but also you can lose sensitivity you can one of the girls um that renee was sharing she lost her whole nipple like these are not procedures to play with and she lost her whole nipple. yeah like she was um it was one of these surgeries in turkey because that's where everyone's going now um because it's more affordable but you have to realize a lot all these people care about is money they don't care about your self esteem they don't care about making you feel good they don't care about any of that they just care about your money so you're going to these places that are money oriented they're not prioritizing your health so yeah she went and she was sending pictures of her nipple like showing that it's infected it had pus like you can see the pus the doctor's saying put cream on it next thing you know the next picture is black her nipple is black like the whole she had the every the whole of her areola was black <laughs> she has no nipple now and that's what i mean so it's it, <laughs> i have the image in my head like i can't get it out of my head um but yeah there's just so many complications and so many women end up having to go back and get more procedures done yeah a lot of women don't think about I think some of the some of the things we were talking about um, offline about mm-hmm. this stuff that's going to be on the podcast is that uh, this um, this illusion that having it now is worth all the risk. Yeah, and not realizing the same thing happened in regards to breast breast implants, and there was a boost, and there still is a boost on breast implants. But the amount of women out here that are now removing them and even removing some of those fat transplants has increased immensely. And it's about looking at the numbers. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing that? Because there are immense side effects. 
Yeah, and even the fact that there are literally surgeons that specialize in reconstructive surgery. So clearly, something is not adding up. Yeah. Two seconds. You keep going. Give me two seconds. How does she pause the thing? What? UK women follow American chicks. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not even about following American women. Um, even though a lot of our culture is influenced by American culture. Um, because, yeah, I mean, how many years ago? Maybe like five, maybe years maybe four max um i don't think any women in the uk would have considered getting bbls like they are now like i don't think there wasn't that space our culture is generally quite you know very reserved and judgmental in a way there's not that much freedom as there is within like american culture um so yeah, it wasn't a thing that people were getting over here. Yeah, maybe like yeah, the last four or five years. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think a lot of it is just. I hear you. My body was bit after baby. A lot of it is just things that we we absorb subconsciously and in our subconscious minds, and we don't realize that they are they are affecting us. And even when people bring them to the forefront and speak about these things, we're just we can't see we're tunnel vision and yeah the entertainment industry as well and in america obviously the bigger your bum the nicer your body the nicer your body the more perfect your body if you're working within like the strip clubs um that sort of industry the more money you're going to make so a lot of women make them alterations for business purposes you know and they but feel like they have to but you know how you're talking about changes in that, yeah? And I can just see in the comments that Miss Lady and Renee are talking about, like, the woman's body after you have birth, after you have to give birth and how, how much it changes. And I think society has pressured women to look a certain way even after you're giving birth. It's that whole snapback. Snapback. Yeah. What is that all about? It's literally yeah, a lot. Like, you know how they say the prison, the, the, the school to prison pipeline? You literally have this pipeline of circle that keeps bringing people around now to be wanting to, all of these surgeries. So it's like, we make you feel insecure. If you don't snap back after a certain amount of time, you are not a good enough woman. You're not working hard enough. Mm -hmm. And then you get pressured into getting these BBLs. Like, let's be honest here. Yeah, my cousin went and got um, a tummy tuck mm. after having two kids. It's a horrible surgery. They are cutting a piece of your flesh off your body. Yeah, man. Like, that is your DNA. Those are your cells. Mm-hmm. That's your DNA. And it's just, for what? And, like, let's be honest, it doesn't look that great, this girl. <laughs> That's what a lot of the time they have, like, those massive tattoos. Of, uh, uh, yeah, because there's a whole line, in it? Because it's literally from Yasso to Yasso. Come yeah. On, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and that is true as well, because a lot of the women that do even have BBLs, they'll cover the scars as well. Even though they're not as big scars, but the trend is to get, you know, the bikini line tattoo and then the back tattoo and then... Hold on, let me turn on the light because... Sorry guys, my head, is, my head is banging and I can't find any comfortable position for my hair. So I'm like moving the headband around. Is it the headband that's high? 
I don't know if it's the headband, if it's the wig itself. Like, I'm ready to have my locks out right now because my head is killing me. <laughs> oh, let me get my line. Right, taking this pressure off. Hopefully it helps. Yeah, go on. What colour? Let's do this colour. But yeah, I think... Ooh, let me um, pick a filter. Oh, this is not a filter. This is light. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, as well, my friend, um, she sent me some medical procedure. Oh, the... <laughs> this filter is very scary. Um, very scary. Don't get distracted by me. The snapback is real. The body has to be conditioned after birth. The abdominal area is going under serious amounts of stress to house a child. Like exercise is recommended after. Yeah, and I think it depends on your body as well, um, and how much you trained before you had the baby. Because my best friend, she is very, very slim. And she had a baby. You wouldn't even know she had a baby. Like, her body hasn't changed at all. Um, she still has a flat-ass stomach. She still has her breasts. Um, but her that's how she is genetically. That's her DNA. Um, so I think if you were quite, you know, laid back when it comes to exercise and the seriousness of your body before baby, having a baby... Child, you're just gonna make more work for yourself. And I think as well, yeah, they say, like, like, let's be honest. I'm not trying to be sit here and be critical of a woman. And then since we talk about babies, there's a lot. There's um, there's a perception as well. And my friend holds that as well. She feels like the moment she's pregnant, she's like, oh no, it's time for the woman to rest, and she's not supposed to do this, and she's not supposed to do that. And I'm like, you're not so, you're not, you're not like incapacitated in some way. You're still supposed to keep living life. You're still supposed to yeah. do what you were doing before. Just people obviously see it as a green card to just like do whatever. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. Just like when you're eating for two and you know, I understand you're supposed to, you know, take your time to rest, but more time if you were lazy before pregnancy, then during pregnancy is gonna be the same energy. Because I'm someone that works out. When I'm pregnant, I'm not planning to not work out because I'm pregnant. I'm planning to stay working out whilst I'm pregnant. And after I'm pregnant, I'm gonna continue working out as well. There you go. So yeah, it just all depends on what your your lifestyle I guess was before. Um so do you know who that is? Oh. Miss Lady Must. <laughs> Um, oh, that's Miss Lady's friend. Oh, okay. Look, look, bliss. Bliss. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Hi, BR. But yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I know. I don't know if my friend still wants to have surgery. I know she did want a BBL. But. I hope she would reconsider. Like, I don't think anyone, but specifically, I don't think black women should be getting that procedure. Um, I think we don't prioritize health enough as a community. 
and no one wants to hold anyone accountable no one wants to you know allow people to actually be uncomfortable have these uncomfortable conversations like obviously not to like you said a very key thing right there you said people do not prioritize their health enough people don't prioritize their health enough that they think that after not prioritizing their health they can go and get major surgery and still be okay yeah yeah yeah. no the health the issues don't go away exactly you just got a different body shape go and get major surgery when you have other ailments that you haven't even dealt with because those ailments will just exaggerate they're just going to get worse because you just put your body through stress now it's having to heal its skin major stress dna you've cut off a piece of its cells like that like like, where is that body part like where is it Mm -hmm. it's very very a very very drastic procedure like very drastic and um I don't know, did you watch her video about her, um, I didn't watch it. Yeah, but basically... Anyways, because I watched Botched in it, I watched Botched a lot, so for me, yeah. I'm used to things like that going wrong. Yeah, but I watched, did you watch the BBC documentary when they were speaking about it? About the BBL procedures? Um, oh, I think I did. I think I actually did. It was, it was a few years ago. There you go. Yeah. I watched that as well, but yeah, I mean, there's so many. There's a whole program dedicated to botched plastic surgery. Like, something is not enough. How do you pay twenty k? Okay, Mister Br, a BBL is not twenty k. Yeah, but saying that, you're not. Who has got one BBL and been cool? Like, if you're having to go get a BBL and then something goes wrong or you don't like this, then you go back. Then I say that's five grand six grand then that's another five grand six grand and then all you want to do your breasts and all so probably does add up to 20k to be honest unless obviously you're an an influencer and you've got the bbl for free the figures is a very good bbl is about five and a half very Uh, good yeah but not in this country in this country most people don't ever just get a bbl though babe they literally go and get your hard breasts they'll go do some of this they'll do this and then by the time you all know it then everything else is the price yeah it's because the surgeons they're upselling it it's like well if you're here you might as well get this done because otherwise you're gonna look weird you're, if you have like a small stomach and a big bum but then you've got big arms and a big face what's the saying the, the, the thing surgeons say when you open the car bonnet you might as well you might as well just tear out everything and put a new, new, new ones in yeah it's very addictive it's highly addictive because you get addicted to the idea of that you can obtain this perfection that you've created for yourself people got money for their own things people got too much money that's the problem her connection yeah the whole shebang because you you need to it needs to be proportionate as well and a lot of these women want their bodies to look natural so it's unnatural for you to just have a mad skinny waist but then you've got back fat and then you've got lower abdominal fat and then your bum is mad big but then your arms are mad big and then it just that's disproportionate so yeah they have to upsell other procedures um in order to to make it make sense they very much do so but um Overall, though, obviously, you, you, want, you wanted to focus on BBL because of that woman. Mm-hmm. But there's other, like, on the list of stuff that you said people reply back, there was, like, fillers. 
and oh yeah fillers nose jobs scar breast removal um breast reduction breast implants still yeah my friend mentioned she sent me some eyebrow treatment thing where they like have you heard about it it's called the fred fox fred lips it, they basically take your eyebrow skin out and then move your eyebrow like this <laughs> why is this honey you just need to do up your hair tight and just remove this part of your eyebrow and there you go so there's so many cosmetic procedures but i think the scar one she was like is it cosmetic and i think yeah and i think scars like are part of us like i just see like we are just we just look how we're supposed to look our body reacts how it's supposed to react and if you have a scar you put shea butter on it or you put whatever on it and just not going then just our bodies are not supposed to be even we need to remove that idea like our whole body is supposed to be one color bbl is safer bbl is yours because bbl is your own fat and it's not always the case because you have to remember certain fats are built in certain areas of your body. So moving it to a different area, you are going to end up having some reactions sometimes. because BBL is the most the dangerous procedure. Like, that, like that's have it like on the scientific pin, like facts. There's no safeness about It's the most dangerous cosmetic procedure you can get on this planet Earth. That's it. Like, there's no safe because it's your fat. That makes it even more dangerous. And that's why so many women have these complications because of the fat and the infection that the fat gets. And then the their variables body... are not control controllable. That's the problem with it as well. No. Because each person's body and how their fat grows and what it depends on what, what they've been feeding their body reacts very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, men chat shit mostly. They say they want a natural woman. Oh, I can't, but... I can't see any of the comments anymore. Oh, okay, I'll read it to you. Um... Real men don't want that uneven natural thing anyways. Um, people most, plus most people are in their teens and yeah, I'm, I still have a teen body. <laughs> men chat shit mostly. They say they want a natural woman, but then you see them stare about big fake women. We stare because we can't believe that shit. Um, trust me, we don't want that. And this is the thing, like, Obviously, you don't even have to say not all men because we know not all men. But yeah, you got a lot of a lot men. It's even about the men; it's about the women themselves. What you need to ask your man: What porn does he watch? Because the type of porn that he watches is going to tell you a lot about the type of. That's not something to overlook, you know. And I've never understood. Yeah, like when I was younger and I was dating someone, he would always put up on his like display picture on BBM or whatever. Oh, signal's cut. Hello? Sorry. Yeah, he would always put up these pictures of these Instagram models with these big bars, small ways. And then I'm lying in bed next to you thinking, I don't look like this. So what do you do? Like, what do you really like? Like, what? And they don't even realise that something is not adding up. I feel you know like what I mean? You should get, so, get one of the girls to jump in. Wild side. You're gonna eat. What's the time now? No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay on. I'm gonna jump back. It's just, I want, I want to eat, and I don't want to be like eating. Um, I think you should get Benny on because I think she was talking about the childbirth thing. All right, let's see. Who wants to join? Um, and it's not a lie. It's very true. If you're watching someone that is different to the people that you're sleeping with, then there's some sort of disconnect there. 
But yeah, that always and that always used to confuse me. Oh, she's left now. That always used to confuse me. It's like, well, if this is the type of woman that you, that you, you know, fantasize over or desire, and I don't, I'm not replicating that. Can you explain your confusion, please? Get raining and I can't right now. If no one can come in, that's fine. But we can just wait for Ray to come back. What's my favorite? I don't watch porn. Porn is not good for your health. That's a whole different conversation, but yeah, I stopped. Um, I stopped watching porn a long time ago. Sometimes it looks attractive, but yeah, but then for me, that's telling because why are you separating women? Like, how are you categorizing women? How do you view women then? Good evening, Gus. Um, Ray has left. She's gone to eat in Greece. So she'll be back. So if you want to join, if anyone wants to join, then let me know. We're just speaking about cosmetic surgery. <laughs> Hi, Ray. We're just speaking about cosmetic surgery um, and black women. What else did we speak about? Because we pre-recorded the podcast earlier and we were speaking about it ourselves. Um, but yeah, I don't, I no longer watch porn. Isn't porn just a time filler? Um, I mean, not necessarily. I don't feel like people watch porn just with the intentions of like, oh yeah, let me watch some porn. I want to waste some time. Um, I think it's an escapism. It's obviously itching certain scratches and it's fulfilling certain things. And it's, you know, it's this fantasy um that i think is unrealistic i feel like it interferes with connections and i don't feel like it does any good and even educational educationally if that's a word if not i just made it up i don't think that it teaches you it's not a realistic situation like generally speaking why have a little bit of something in my eye generally speaking porn is not made to educate i think porn should be should not be free anyways but that's a whole different conversation but yeah it was never it's not made to educate there's no it's not realistic it's not realistic like i've never watched porn that actually is realistic even the realistic ones is not realistic um and i think yeah i just think it does more detriment to us than we realized um so yeah i don't i choose to not watch it um me personally so you saying this might put pressure on girls what might put pressure on girls um yeah i didn't think i didn't think you would be on the time for that I don't know what that what do you mean by it might put pressure on the women <clears throat> hold on i'm just reading the comment it has been hot today um it's unrealistic but can learn some skills no cap i learned how to give head for the porn 
it's not um yeah i don't think you can't learn stuff of course you can learn stuff um but yeah you can learn stuff but i wouldn't use that as like my reference into actually into how to really have like beneficial sex it's not a good reference um I, I don't think I've even learned anything from porn, not gonna lie to you. I've like, yeah, I haven't. Um, if you've gone and had the procedure, I'll tell you if I like you. But, I mean, if I got a procedure, it's not for anyone to tell me that they like it. That's my business. Um, and then it's not for you to tell me that you don't like it. I don't feel like, unless, if someone asks, then maybe, but unsolicited unsolicited opinions when it comes to people's bodies and their choices, yeah, that's um, for you and yourself. But, um, you know, I think it's better if we don't tamper with our bodies just because of the high risk. And I do not think it's worth it. I would not recommend any black woman to get a BBL. And that's my stance. I don't judge women that do. I don't judge women that have. But if women that have had these procedures are telling you, don't go and get it done, I'm telling you as one that hasn't, don't go and get it done, then, you know. So what? Uh, it's not for you. It's for the woman getting it. Yeah. I mean, Bad Girl with Tiffany also gave advice. Tiffany, as in Tiffany... New York, why do men get it twisted? I know. I mean, I feel like, obviously, there's, I believe that women make the choice for themselves 100%. However, a lot of it, a lot of the decisions that we make when it comes to altering our bodies have been influenced from the stuff that's going on around us. And whether we're aware of it or not, it doesn't matter, it's happening. Just like how, like, why do you think that so many women strive to have these bodies that look exactly the same it's not a coincidence it's not because we we like i don't want to use the word like but it's a subconscious thing it happens up here and a lot of companies realize this a lot of companies and corporations and plastic surgery businesses they understand human psychology and they understand how to market these things and they understand how within their marketing schemes they know okay if we put this here do this here use this color here use this person here blah, 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 it's gonna get you it's hard not to get you like and the fact that oh that's all right um Nate. and the fact that so many different types of women are affected by these things go to show you that it's working yeah like i said in my story like as soon as you're born everything is coming at you what you're supposed to look like as a woman, how you're supposed to behave. Rah, 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 rah. We're already programmed. We're already susceptible to wanting to fit into these beauty standards that have been created already. And men just come in, hate to say it, don't hate to say it, but men just come in and capitalize off of it. All that industry is, the beauty industry, is capitalizing off of women's insecurities. And yes, of course, I believe in like, expression and artistic expression and you know um entertainment and wanting to beautify yourself and feeling good about beautifying yourself it's art i like doing my makeup but there's a fine line between depending on that 
like not being able to go at your house without doing your eyebrows or having your hair like this or not even being able to to be in your house and have people over and you have to look this way you have to look that way like not feeling comfortable with who you with who you were born to be like who you are naturally who you are stripped with everything um and i think that's important like not many of us can look at our bodies in this natural state here as well and not be like wow like i'm amazing i'm beautiful and that's the sad thing about this society we're so detached from like naturalism and just how we were created by our creator like we're, we're not we're not accidental nothing is accidental um and yeah it's i surgery empowers them but race mentioned something earlier about confidence and it's not something that is external it comes from inside out it's not outside in you don't you can't buy confidence you know it's something that you elude it's something that you sort out here and then it just comes out yeah it's instant gratification and bbls all these plastic you know cosmetic um surgeries the effects don't even last long you, when you have a breast job you're gonna have to go back in however many years everything is for instant gratification and it's like we're so caught up in trying to live a fast life you know just rushing everything wanting everything to be now 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 that's why this procedure exists because we're impatient you know so yeah them things it's just instant gratification and as someone that's an advocate for health, I can't, I can't be down with that. Like I accept like women's reasons why they get it done, and I understand it from both sides of the spectrum. But we have to be responsible for our own health and our own bodies and our own minds. Um, sexual arousal from an exaggerated image of a woman as a child is very. Oh, was that sweat? I thought it was, mm, that felt strange. Um, from an exaggerated image of a woman as a child is very strange. Um, I agree. Um, what age are you speaking? Because, ah, do you know what, yeah? My story, my little BBL story. Um, so I was a late bloomer, okay? I didn't have boobies until I was like in the second year of secondary school so in primary school i have my little trip triple a pre-bra it wasn't even a bra it was a pre-bra a training bra to basically make young women feel like they got breasts and i can't even like explain why i wanted breasts at that time i just knew it was associated with being a woman it's not like people had directly said to me you wear your breasts no it was more so the conditioning things that are happening around me so i used to stuff my little bra with tissues and then so when i would go to school i would have like you know you'd be able to see like i have breasts and this is primary school you know not that any boys are trying to touch my boobs i don't even know about that stuff i'm just like these girls have boobs and i don't i want boobs um but i don't know if i would have considered getting plastic surgery like a breast job probably but anyways yeah so I was a late bloomer and then poof, I had boobs. Second year of secondary school. Um, but yeah, I think we all did this tissue. <laughs> like why though? Like this, this is really scary. Like why did we need to do that? We're in primary school 
I don't even have, okay, I did have leg hair. I had lots of leg hair in primary school. But we don't even have pubes, like, and we're trying to stuff our bras to make breasts. For what? Breasts is to feed baby. You can't, like, what? I feel like young women put more pressure on each other to look a certain way than, than they accuse men of doing, to be honest. I feel like we do, but I feel like that pressure is derived from, like, patriarchy and misogyny. I think like obviously we think that men don't want this but in actuality that's not the reality but why we think it has come from men if that makes sense i say this to women all the time like especially women that don't shave because you don't know i don't shave in it but i say to women like men do not care you think they care they really don't care no man is ever gonna say oh i'm not gonna sleep with you because you have hair what has that ever happened to you it's never happened to me um, and it's not to blame men. Um, I don't blame men. I think we need to be accountable as women and sort our own shit out. But we feel like, and if it's just a feeling, then men don't want it though most of the time. Yeah, I think I agree. But at the same time, the, if the beauty industry is curated by men and they're pushing this standard, these agendas, then naturally, yeah. Um, and we need more men to say that they don't care as well. Like, not being funny, but if men are shown in other ways, like I said, when I was younger and I would date men and they'll put up these pictures of these other women and they'll lust over these other women that don't look like me, you know? There needs to be some accountability on you lot's side as well because a lot of these women are not doing this for fun. A lot of these women think that this is what men want. And even, do you know what's funny, yeah? Even, I was saying to Ray earlier, like, as a black woman, I wouldn't feel like I wouldn't feel as desirable to men if I didn't have to black men if I didn't have a bum or breast. Ping. And that's real. As black women, we're always checking if our bum looks good, if it looks big. We're always checking if our boobs look nice in a certain outfit. We're always checking if I'm if something is flattening my bum. Well, like, we're not gonna wear this. If something is making my bum look small, we're not going to wear this, you know? So there's there's some conditioning in that as well. Because why is it, why do I even think about that? Why do I think about whether my ass looks big or not when I'm wearing something? Why do I care? Why do I care if men think that my ass looks big, you know? Um, and no, why? Because young women like bad boys and they want, and they do want that. Children have ideas about the ideal female body starts young. I think that's what I do in bars and primary school. Yeah, it's things that we're not aware of that are happening around us. No, Miss Lady, listen. This is why I said to you, shaving is not sustainable. Do you think I'm going to be shaving until I'm 40 years old? Sorry. No. You need to, you need to, no. I always check my bum. Yeah, so do I, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I like black men. I'm attracted to black men, so naturally, you know, I'm always looking at my bum though. I just like looking at my, my own bum. We don't care as much as women think we do. Some men have minor preferences, but it's not crucial. But as the popular consensus goes, women don't like to listen and they think they know best. Um, I agree with the minor preferences. But again, if you're what you're saying and what you're showing doesn't align, explain to me the confusion. Especially 
especially within the entertainment industry and the commercial industry we look at the instagram model again conditioning is going on up here we may not realize it but it's happening exactly so you can't what is a what's not shaped right that's what i mean what is a good shaped bun you know so and then it's like and then when i, I had to think about it because i said okay what does a big bum actually do for me and my health what is a big bum do like what does it what does it mean i have a big bum okay what now what can i do what's special does it make me run faster does it improve my my lifespan like what does it actually do it's just an aesthetic you know maybe there was use for it back in the day but now we live in a modern world i don't need a strong bum bum i can just live my life and have my casual bum size and again it's not even like we want our bums for that reason why we would have had them back in the days we want it now because it looks good because it looks nice and distress um apparently it's related to childbearing um in what way and even in some traditions like you know they'll want their their daughters to have big bums um and they'll be pushing the the backs shaping the baby you know the baby just so it can have a big bum and for what but there's a difference between having fat a fat bum and obviously a muscly bum. The Venus figure has always been an idealized sought after image. Is that of that woman, the South African woman that was made into a circus act because of her big bum? Um, wide hips, yeah, but just because you have wide hips doesn't mean you have a protruding bum. Because a lot of East African women have wide hips, but they don't have big protruding bums. Like me personally, I'd rather have a, my bum come out than it go out to the side. I want hips though. I have no hips. Even me, like I associate hips with quite womanly figures. I don't have no hips. Um, you know, which is sad. But I told you, I have a childish body. Um, but I yeah, I associate that with like womanhood, hips, breasts, bum. You know, like just that just that little curve is desirable and i have to ask like why is it desirable like if we just removed certain things in society and just stripped it back when we're just in nature and we just all looked at each other and didn't have interferences would we more so embrace the differences or would we consistently compare and it's down to the attention i guess it's the attention that people get when they have that certain body type whereas if we're all like equally admiring each other oh, she's got a beautiful big body, she's got a small body, then I feel like it removes the element of comparison because we're all appreciative of everyone. But now in this society, it's just everyone is so fixated on one body type. We all really appreciate one body type and then the others kind of get left. Um, get left, literally. Those fat tissues mean a certain level of health i think traditionally um you know being overweight um is associated with eating good it's associated with wealth because if you're skinny you ain't got no money you ain't got no food um but 
Fat is healthy, yes. But having too much fat and overpowering your, your muscles and your, your bones and your tendons and <clears throat> you're struggling to walk and to move and to do all kind of things necessary for to sustain, to sustain human life. Um, subconscious science. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with preference being attracted to some bodies. Actually, sad how dumbed down and sexualized the female body is. Also important to question our values, beliefs around our preferences, and be mindful of the messages we are contributing to society. A hundred percent, because I have my preferences. Um, you could get every procedure you want. You may even get the guy to sleep with you, but if you ain't got nothing going for you on the inside, he won't stay. Yeah, I I think um, I have a preference. What is that? Sorry, I have a preference. Um, you know, in male physiques, and a lot of it isn't just to do with because it looks good. Yes, it looks good, but it functions good. It does what it's supposed to do as a man. Um, so I'm saying that when you think about big bums and exaggerated breasts and exaggerated this, what? is it doing like i like men that work out because i like men that take care of themselves it's just the benefit that comes with it's just the aspect that comes with when you exercise you you build muscle you develop a strong physical body and men naturally are quite athletic um it's a cycle there as a body which is deemed desirable now exactly just like body hair listen the bush was in I'm trying to bring the bush back. The, but the bush was very in. Yeah. All these things change. Like, every, you can't, it's keeping up with the Joneses. It's like the carrot and the donkey. You're never, ever going to keep up with it. Um, bees are attracted to certain types of plants. The plants compete to be noticed and pollinated, I guess, as animals as well. Perhaps we deal with the same thing, except our plants have been forced by the media. Yeah, but see, Nate, like, I can explain, yeah? I just brought everything down to survival, in it, And protection. And how I see men is that, if you're my man, you're supposed to take care of me and my family. And... Not that you can't do that if you're not taller than me, yeah? But make it make sense, please. Because I'm your woman. And you're supposed to protect me. And the lion is bigger than the lioness. The lion is stronger than the lioness. So if you're not physically more able than me to do certain things physically, then I'm confused. Um, but why? You don't need to be smaller than me. You No, nah, because I'm not sure. Like, that. okay, I'm, I'm regular. So you need to be regular. You can't be mad small. No, I want a tall man because I'm short. Yeah, I don't want it for aesthetics. Like, yeah, cool, it looks good and whatever. But, like, survival-wise and, like, nature-wise, you're supposed to be taller than me. So just be taller than me. That's fine. This is going to cut out in a minute and a half. That's not mad, though. I think that's, like, that's fair. I don't see, obviously there's women that are, you know, bigger than their men, like bigger and taller and men are skinny and, but that's not how um, I see it. What's a nice bum? It's the same as good height. No, but the, you're, you're tall because you need to do certain works. You need to be able to put the roof on the house. 
as the man. You need to be able to, should a short man get surgery? No, it's not the same thing because you're actually utilizing your height. You're not just you're not just tall for fashion. Like you're tall because oh, you need to you need to build this house. You need to build this. You need to build that. Yes, there's ladders, but you just need to be tall enough. You don't need to be shorter than me. Um, short man can be strong. Yeah, he can be strong, but he can't be. He can he needs to be tall to do stuff. Otherwise, what are you doing? Why are you here? Yeah, you need to be able to reach the top of the shelf and also you need to be able to put on my shelves and not be on your tippy twos. Then I might as well just come and do it myself. Yeah, they both can be strong. Anyway, this is going to cut out in 20 seconds. But listen, I'm going to come back. We're going to drain back straight away. You don't need to be short. If you're shorter than the average, then something is going on. You pull the short straw. Same thing with breasts. Breasts are necessary. 